This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Paul Hiltz. Paul's the Chief Executive Officer of the NCH Health System, the Naples Community Health System, uh, one of the most innovative health systems in the country, doing so many interesting things in an, in an extremely growth-oriented area. Paul, take a moment. I know you've recently inked a deal with Hospital for Special Surgery, doing so many interesting things down there. Take a moment and introduce yourself. Tell us about NCH, and, and, and then, then we'll talk a little bit about leadership, priorities this year, what you're most excited about, and more. Paul? Scott, good morning and thank you. And we're, uh, we're coming to you from a time of significant change here at NCH. We are uh, in a period of what we're calling transformational change as we become an advanced community healthcare system. And uh, we say that because, Scott, we've dramatically increased our teaching here. We now have over 60 residents that we're training in conjunction with Mayo Clinic. We've got now five endowed chairs. Uh, over two dozen clinical trials, and we just opened a state-of-the-art simulation center here at NCH, and we're training residents, all clinicians from all around the region. So very exciting times. So talk about this concept. I love that concept. It reminds me a little bit about one of our health systems here has done, North Shore University Health System. Sort of at one time, they were sort of a community health system. And now what you've described, they're, they're more of a regional but advanced community health system. This phrase, advanced community health system. I mean, everybody sort of realizes that small independent community hospitals are sort of in very challenging times. They, they, they play such a critical part of communities but the economics of them are so challenging. Talk about this step up, this new transformation to what you're calling an advanced community health system and what that means for both thriving in the long run and serving the community in the long run. Well, it's, uh, you know, as we move to the advanced health system, it's interesting that the population here, the public has really, it's resonated with them. And the idea here is you don't have to leave Naples to get advanced care. We've, uh, we've used these endowed chairs. Now donors have stepped up and these endowed chairs have allowed us to uh, recruit and retain doctors who want to do research, teaching, speaking, and writing, as well as practicing. So that out-migration has begun to change and we now find ourselves with the fastest growing structural heart program in the state of Florida. And, and, and talk about how nice it must be for residents of the community and a growing community to feel like they can get the level of quality they care they need for so many things so close to home versus having to travel for it. And, 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 and I know there's a Mayo Clinic in Florida, but I don't know where people travel to in Florida as the destination. There's some great, great health systems in Florida, but it must be tremendous for residents of that area. And it's, a, it's an affluent growing area, not all affluent, but growing for sure, to be able to stay closer to home for advanced care. Talk about how much that must resonate with your community. Well, you're so right, Scott. And so the, the board has asked us to begin by focusing on heart and stroke, and we've done that. And then next is uh, orthopedics. So, uh, you know, we recruited some very talented cardiologists uh, from around the world to, to join us here. And as one example, our door to balloon time now has been uh, cut down to just under 30 minutes, if you can believe that, as, as we've expanded in the cardiac area. Same is true for stroke care. We are a comprehensive thrombectomy capable now stroke center. And as you mentioned, we just inked a deal with HSS, the number one orthopedic hospital in the world, 
and we are collaborating with them to build something very new and very um, futuristic here to take care of orthopedics in Southwest Florida. Thank you. And NCH has stood out for years as a community health system moving in the right direction. Talk for a moment, and I know that you're humble by nature, but talk a little bit about the thinking, the leadership, the strategy that allowed you to pull this together, your board, you, your leadership there, everybody, to sort of pull this together to start moving in the right direction as an advanced community care system. I mean, your colleague in Sarasota has also done a wonderful job of taking similar actions to try and become a better health system, a, a stronger, not such a smaller community health system, but a better and more advanced health system. Talk about the leadership it takes to do that kind of thing. Well, I think as we move to this advanced healthcare system, Scott, it starts with the board. And when I was recruited here, I was so impressed by it's a small board here, just 13 members, but their commitment and their commitment to quality is what attracted me to join. Uh, they seriously want to be as good as anything you can find in the United States, and they're committed to it. And then the community has stepped up, uh, uh, Scott, with philanthropy that's just incredible here, and they want to see the outcomes, and uh, they, you know, they have high levels of accountability for our team here, but uh, that it's really invigorating to work with a, a community board that's committed to quality. Take one moment on this. I, I have this very strong bias that in general, smaller boards are better than larger boards. Talk about for the for a moment that notion. You had mentioned this isn't one of these forty person based community boards where everybody's on that for celebratory reasons or for their own you know their own honorific reasons, but they're there because they really have a committed vision to building a better health system. Talk about for a moment the the strength of a unified or, or to be a diverse but unified board that's smaller versus larger that has clear vision. Talk about that for a second if you don't mind. I think these small boards, exactly what you said, Scott, I tell the doctors we're a very nimble organization. And when we have an issue, we can get with our board. And, and this board is a group of very talented men and women, very successful business careers who really understand uh, outcomes and what it takes to, to make a transformational change like this. And I, I think that nimbleness and telling doctors that, hey, the decisions for patient care are made right here in this community. They don't need to be sent to a faraway state, a corporate office somewhere. It's really just these 13 members and our executive team working with the medical community to get things to happen. And give me a sense. What does NCH look like five or 10 years from now? Do you have a feel for that or clarity of that? I think five or 10 years from now, you're gonna see our footprint expand slightly in the Southwest Florida region. I think we will continue to be the market leader in terms of market share and quality. I think we'll bring even uh, more advanced care in, in terms of uh, cardiac orthopedic. And I know we'll advance our direction into the oncology space here, but we wanna make access uh, a key priority for this growing Southwest Florida region, and we'll lead with quality. And Paul, leadership characteristics, you've got this tremendous clarity and positivity always. Talk for a moment about what advice you would give to emerging leaders. What do you tell an emerging leader? You've got obviously a lot of emerging leaders in your system. What advice do you give to emerging leaders? 
Well, I love working with the emerging leaders. I've had two uh, administrative fellows here with me these past two years, and I have asked them to really become problem solvers and to go toward the problem in the health system and work on becoming a great problem solver. And to do that, I think you have to be a really good listener. We try to be good listeners. We try to make this a clinically uh, driven enterprise. So I'm not a physician, but I really like to have physicians at the table. And we really try to make it a clinical enterprise here. One more question. Staffing is so challenging. I've heard some great leaders saying, we can't win by just hiring more and more and more staff because it just doesn't work economically. We've, we, we want to retain our staff. We want to recruit staff. We have to have enough staff. We've got to find technological solutions as well to balance technology and staff to make this work for the long run. Any thoughts along those lines? And what are you doing on the tech side to sort of enable staff to take some of the burden off staff? Are there thoughts along those lines at all? And how do you mix those thoughts of technology and staffing? Well, it's a, it's a great question. So we really have doubled down on our training and development of our staff uh, here, Scott, which is why I mentioned that simulation center. You know, we've we've moved now to Epic. We're fully integrated with Epic. Um, and so that technology has helped us uh, to reduce some of the paperwork. But on the training side, we're looking for everything we can to help our staff uh, get up to speed. And I think these younger workers really appreciate the investment we're making in their training and development. We think that's going to be a winner for the future. Well, I want to thank you as always for you for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's always to me inspiring to visit with you. It's so positive. It's so encouraging uh, in, in a very challenging place in healthcare today. It is such a breath of fresh air to hear about growth and strategy and where you're going and the directness and so forth. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for you do for what you do. Thank you for joining the Back Healthcare Podcast.